Welcome to the Yellow Balloons podcast, a collection of teachings to help you navigate the transformational possibilities of a God-centered perspective. We pray these insights from scripture will inspire and encourage you. In this episode, we continue to explore the key to being rich, listening to God. There is nothing more important than a willingness to listen to God. It is the only thing that leads to a prosperous life and the true riches of the kingdom of heaven. Diving deeper into three ways to listen, presented in previous episodes, we discover more about this fundamental practice. Proverbs is a major source for this reality, an Old Testament foundation for each of the ways to listen to God and participate in the riches of the kingdom. Well, this morning we're going to continue in our series on how to be rich. The last couple of weeks, we've been covering Revelation 3, where God tells us, uh, the Laodicean, us through the Laodicean church, that what we should do is recognize that to the extent we have worldly uh, riches, and those riches cause us to rely on them and think, I have need of nothing, that that's actually making us miserable, wretched, poor, blind, and naked. And what God admonishes us to do is buy gold from him. And how does he tell us to buy that gold? What's the key? Listening, 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 okay. And he says, if you'll hear my voice, hear my knock, open the door, I'll come in and have a meal with you. We can talk about how to live life effectively. And we looked at four different categories of things that the Bible tells us to do in order to listen. One, of course, is to read the Bible. Another one is to listen to godly wisdom from people who are living according to God's way. Another is to listen to nature. The heavens declare the glory of God, uttering speech day after day. And the fourth is to listen to the Spirit. The Spirit is actually talking, and Jesus said, I'm sending the Spirit to tell you stuff uh, that I can't really tell you right now because... You couldn't bear it right now. But after I leave, the Spirit's going to tell you all these things. And just as though He was there in person. So the Spirit is speaking to us as well. So I went back and looked at uh, an Old Testament book, wondering, (laughs) were these four things in it? And I looked at the book of Proverbs, and lo and behold, it's there. We could call this lesson today, same yesterday, today, and forever, perhaps, because there it is. So let's let's look at Proverbs 8, 10. Proverbs, we're going to spend our day in Proverbs today. So Proverbs 8, 10. Receive my instruction and not silver, and knowledge rather than choice gold. For wisdom is better than rubies. And all the things one may desire cannot be compared to her. Doesn't that sound a lot like buy from me gold refined in the fire? And how do you get it in Proverbs? In Revelation, you get it by listening, opening the door, fellowshipping with. How do you get rubies and silk, something better than ruby, greater riches than rubies and silver here? In 8.10. Receive my instruction. What do you have to do? If you sit in a class, like if you're going to get anything out of this that we're doing right now, what are you going to have to do? 
you're going to have to listen, right? If you, you could get something even bigger out of it by tuning me out. That's always a possibility. <laughs> but if you're going to get anything about out of what I'm saying, you're going to have to listen. And so we're listening to God here, receive my instruction, receive knowledge for me. And what does that turn into? Wisdom. That's what wisdom is. Wisdom is just receiving knowledge from God. So the Old Testament principle that we looked at in Revelation 3 is just simply wisdom. Let's look at 8.19. My fruit is better than gold, yes, than fine gold, and my revenue than choice silver. So we know that if you have gold or silver, you can invest it and create an income stream. And God's saying, I'll give you a much better income stream. I'll give you a much better yield on your crop if you'll seek wisdom. Go back to 3 and verse 13. Happy is the man who finds wisdom and the man who gains understanding. Wisdom and understanding are basically synonyms in this in this. Uh, uh, book. They're, they're different words, but they're used as, as uh, like a play on each other. For her profits are better than the profits of silver and her gain than fine gold. She's more precious than rubies. And all the things you may desire cannot compare with her. That is wisdom. Same basic idea. Look at 1616. You'll see the same principle there in 1616. How much better to get wisdom than gold? And to get understanding is to be chosen rather than silver. Well, wisdom is obviously of incredible value. Just look at, uh, go back to three again and look at 19. You can start to get a hint as to why. 319, the Lord, by wisdom, founded the earth. Has, have you ever heard anybody say they wanted all the money in the world? By the way, if somebody had all the money in the world, what would that make everybody else? You'd end up by yourself pretty fast if you had all the money in the world. Or you'd have a lot of children to take care of, one or the other one. The Lord, by wisdom, founded the earth. By understanding, he established the heavens. By his knowledge, the depths were broken up. So this wisdom is something that actually is the ability to do the most amazing thing you can think of. The Jews personify wisdom because of Proverbs. Um, personify wisdom, yeah. Well, Proverbs does that. You, yeah. you start at she is to be sought. Yeah. Yeah. And look at 3 1. 3 1, my son, um, do not forget my law, but let your heart keep my commands. For length of days and long life and peace they will add to you. Let not mercy and truth forsake you. Bind them around your neck, write them on the tablet of your heart. Peace, long life. Um, this, is, this is kind of what we like to have. And see here that you can see wisdom 
is basically just, once again, knowledge and understanding. It's reality as reality is. Um, look at 1, 1 through 3. The Proverbs of Solomon, the son of David, king of Israel. So this is a thousand years before our Laodicean church letter. To know wisdom and instruction, to perceive the words of understanding, to receive the instruction of wisdom, justice, judgment, and equity, to give prudence to the simple. So wisdom is instruction. Wisdom is perceiving the words of understanding. It's not just listening. It's listening with understanding. And it brings about justice, prudence, and the simple. In the LXX, the Greek translation of the Hebrew Bible, it has two words, uh, justice and truth. And the justice word is our old friend diakosune. It's, it's the word that's translated righteousness or righteous in the book of Romans, where that, that word shows up over 50 times in the book of Romans. Justice or just. And so wisdom actually leads to justice and truth. Or justice and truth are the essence of wisdom. And in Romans, what is righteousness? What is it? It is when we live a life consistent with the way God made the world. It's living reality as reality actually is. You know, one of the big problems we have as people is trying to bring about harmony of all things by doing what? What is our tendency to do? Well, how do we make it about me? How do I make everything harmonious? Yes, I control it to my desires, right? So if I'm controlling everything to meet my desires, if I was doing that, what would all of you do? Wait on me. Yeah, you'd wait on me, do what I ask you to do. And would you be then enjoying life? as You'd be wishing you were in my, in my shoes, probably. And would I be happy? What I would be is alone in short order. And we see this, our friends in Africa, poor, poor things. Every time they find a new diamond mine or a new oil strike, there's always a war. Because one group of people wants that stuff so they have power to conform things to their desires. The earth fills with violence because of this. Communism or Marxism, which is a dominant view around the earth, one of the contrasting views to Christianity, promises worldwide harmony. It asks people to give their life for worldwide harmony. We just need to kill a bunch of people first. And people buy into this thing. It's what our heart longs for, for harmony. Well, we can actually get it. And we get it by listening to God and living life His way. And we're going to see a lot in Proverbs about what that looks like. Well, does Proverbs have these four categories? It most certainly does. We read 3, 1 through 3. My son, do not forget my law. Let my heart keep my commandments. That's nothing more than memorize the scripture. And most certainly, memorize the scripture is one of our uh, four categories that we have. Write it on your heart. So that's more than just memorizing. What is that? Yeah, applying and having those lessons really be a part of your life. So it's more than just uh, memorizing the verse. It's taking it into your life and making it a part of it. The scripture. 
Uh, let's look at uh, three eleven through 12. My son, do not despise the chastening of the Lord, nor resist his correction. When we come to the scripture, what should our main motivation be? Talking to me, yeah, listening. What what do you want? What do you mainly want to get out of the scripture though? When you come to it, what should our attitudes be? Correction. Correction. Yeah. How how can I change? How can I change from my way to God's way? It's more typical for us to come to the scripture for justification. Yes, yes. What can I use to hit somebody over the head with here? How can I validate whatever I already think? But the scripture is here to correct us. What are we correcting from? Destructive way into a profitable way. A way that brings us great riches because it's bringing us harmony. Look, let's just think about it rationally for a minute. If we, everybody wants to be rich so that they can conform circumstances to the way they want it to be, right? I want to create a perfect environment for myself. I want to... I want to uh, have other people treat me the way I want them to treat me. And you, you can pay people to be nice to you. There's some, there's some right over here and there's two back there. As a matter of fact, if you're, if you're wealthy enough or powerful enough or what, the people that hate you will even be nice to you. In fact, probably most of the people that are nice to you actually hate you if you want to get, if you want to get it all the, right, all the way down there. <laughs> probably. It's probably in there. Actually, it is. It, it is in there, yeah. It's something along the lines of if, if, if a deceiving person's a flatterer, don't listen to them, something like that. Um, so so what, what God's telling us here is here's how to actually not try to conform circumstances to what you want. So what, what you find out is if you allow, if you have enough power to cause all your desires to happen, usually what you do is destroy yourself a lot faster. Most of us are in self-destructive mode of some kind, but we're pacing ourselves because of lack of resources. (laughs) And then suddenly you get all this money. You don't have to pace yourself anymore. Um, Do you remember this uh, Anna Nicole Smith? Do you remember that lady that married the 85-year-old billionaire and was really famous for a while? And what'd she last? Three years before she was dead? Something like that? But she, she didn't have to pace herself anymore. And I, I heard some people interviewed after that. This is really tragic. And I heard some people interviewed after that. And they said, well, you know, she went out in a flame of glory. She got what she wanted. It was a great life. Okay. I, I guess some people you just can't convince through any amount of experience. But what what God's telling us here is, instead of trying to conform everything to us, which brings about violence, war, misery, self-destruction, what I'm going to do is help you understand how to fit into life as it is, like I made it. Uh, By the way, I have enough wisdom, God says, where since I actually made all this, I have the owner's manual, I can tell you how this works. And this is how to get this harmony that you're seeking. And you don't have to get money to do it. If you do this wisdom thing, money will flow your way, likely. But that's not going to be what makes you rich. What's going to make you rich is living this kind of life. So reading the Bible certainly is in here, and that's one of our four categories. 
What about listening to the Spirit? I was wondering if that would be in Proverbs. It's not there a lot, but it's there. Look at 123. Turn at my rebuke. Surely I will pour out my Spirit on you and make my words known to you. Isn't that interesting? This is before the Holy Spirit came in to dwell in us, which was the new mystery thing that happened after the day of Pentecost. But it's not, it was not a new thing for God's Spirit to talk to people. And he says here, look, if you'll, if you'll listen to me, I'll come in with my Spirit and make sure you understand what I'm saying. A thousand years before, Old Testament. 3-3. Um, three, three. Oh, no, no, no. I'm in the wrong spot. I'm looking at the wrong notes. Suddenly I lost. Oh, here it is. 16-1. The preparations of the heart belong to man, but the answer of the tongue is from the Lord. So it's good for us to prepare, but when the moment comes, God will tell you what to, what that you prepared you need to say. Isn't that exactly what uh, he told the apostles in the Acts? Be ready, but I'll give you the words to speak when the time comes. The Spirit's talking. The Spirit's leading, even in the Old Testament. And in... Uh, 17.3, the refining pot is for silver, and the furnace for gold, but the Lord tests the hearts. So here he is, he's still dealing with the heart and still talking to people, even in the Old Testament. So God doesn't change. What he does is he uses circumstances and, and cultures and, and individuals. He meets us where we are. If it's a Greek world, he speaks to people in Greek. It's a Hebrew world. He speaks to people in Hebrew. So we talked about four things that, four different ways we can listen. And listening bring wisdom. Wisdom brings true riches. Read the Bible. It's here. Listen to the Spirit. It's here. What about nature? Well, the most clear nature one here in Proverbs is in 6 6. 6 6. Go to the ant. If you want to understand wisdom, if you want to understand true riches, something that's better than silver, better than gold, better than rubies, go watch some ants. I remember one time uh, David, who's, who's not the most introverted, uh, studious person that we have. He's much more of a shiny object person. And we had him in Boy Scouts. And one of the, he was doing some merit badge, I think it was environmental science. And you had to spend like an hour or two hours observing nature. And so, and he really enjoyed that for about three minutes. <laughs> then he was ready to do something else. But, you know, I just exhorted him, you just have to do it. Well, uh, I came back and he was totally into what was going on in front of him. And had lost, he had lost his sense of time, really, because he got interested in ants. And these ants were scurrying all around. And all of a sudden, they all dived into their hole because a cloud had come over. And when the cloud shadow hit, they dove into their hole. And he just totally captured his imagination. How do they know? They don't have AccuWeather on their iPhones. You know, how do they know this is happening? 
And uh, then he started looking at their trails and, you know, all the trails they do and the big stuff that they got on their back hauling around. They're really fascinating Christians. When I was a, when I was a, a, a teenager, I had a beehive in Big Spring. Man, I tell you what, I spent hours with that thing. It was so much fun. I would catch the drones and put the drones can't sting. And I'd tie a piece of thread on them and, you know, do it like walk them like a dog. And... <laughs> I had all kinds of great games, but you, you just sit and watch these things. And, and they're amazing. They had little guards that would, every, every, every uh, bee that came in the hive, they'd sniff them, you know, to make sure the right people are coming in. They had scouts and they've got, uh, and they've got little, they do these little dances to tell everybody where to go get the flowers. They're amazing. And the, and the point of this is, Go to the ant, you slugger, consent her, her ways and be wise, which having no captain, overseer, or ruler, provides her supplies in the summer, gathers her food in the harvest. How long will you slumber, O, slu- o slugger? What there isn't in a beehive or an ant farm, either one, is are any taskmasters. There's no, there's no bee out there. Get out there and get, that, get those flowers. They just, they just go work. And, and what Proverbs is saying here, you can learn something from watching these guys. When everybody does what they do best for the hive, it prospers. Remember Romans? How does righteousness exhibit itself? If you want to live by faith and produce righteousness, which is 1 through 11, what does it look like in 12? When you get to 12 and you have your reasonable service of worship and you're going to now take these principles and, and live them from it with an inside-out life, live them from the heart, which is the righteousness of faith, what does it look like? What's the very first thing he tells you to do in Romans 12? You be a living sacrifice. What does it look like? What does a living sacrifice look like in 12? Use your gifts for? The body, the hive. You know, do what you do best. If you're a guard, then be a guard. If you're a scout, be a scout. If you're good at packing pollen back and forth, go pack pollen back and forth. Do what you do best. Take your gift and serve other people. That's how you make righteousness happen. Harmony takes place when everybody does what they do best. Well, we can read that in Romans 12 or then go look at an ant bed. Now, there are some things you can do with ant beds that aren't good. When I was like three, two, three, I, I hung around the neighborhood back, back when people went outside. <laughs> and the older boys would always dare me to sit in the ant beds. And I did. They were older boys. No, not just once. <laughs> I'm persistent. <laughs> And I would come home crying and my mom would say, did you say it in the ant bed again? <laughs> so there's ways to not learn. You can also study. Look at 120. When we're talking about looking at the world and understanding nature, we're talking about looking at cause effect. God made things in a cause-effect relationship. 120, wisdom calls aloud outside. She raises her voice in the open squares. You just go into the street, look at the markets, watch the way people interact with one another. You can learn a lot from that if you'll just pay attention. Uh, in fact, you can also, if, if you go to 
It's got basically the same thing, except this time, instead of in the streets, it says she cries out by the gates of entry. Well, the gates of entry was where the politics happened. That's the courts. That's the political sphere. You can kind of get sick of politics if you want to. It's easy to do. Why do people hate politics? Yeah, everybody's making it about themselves. You can learn a lot from watching that. Does it create harmony? Are people there trying to serve the body with their gifts? That's why you hate it. It's it's an example of what not to do. When you get inside, there are some people that are really awesome. Probably the only reason that the host is still alive. You know, you get a certain number of parasites and pretty soon the host dies. And uh, we're we're headed down, down that direction, but there's some great people keeping it alive. This teaching will continue in the following episode. Thanks for listening to the Yellow Balloons podcast. If you want more information on adopting a God-centered perspective, visit our website at yellowballoons.net. And if you have any questions related to what you just heard, we would love to hear from you. Please email us at contact at yellowballoons.net. Thanks for listening.